everybody. Welcome to the This Is Nothing podcast. If Wikipedia is a garden, we out here pulling weeds. My name is Matt Rossi. My name is Nate Anderson. And I'm a little trained boy. I don't know why you keep <laughs> saying that. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We are happy to have you on, a, on another beautiful Monday morning, depending on when you're listening to this. That's or when we recorded untrue. this or yeah. anything at all. Tonight episode, guys, so get ready for some errors. Slurps. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, so I think we're going to start off now every episode by giving you the topic we discuss, uh, we decided on, and uh, I decided, we decided, errors, we're laden with them. You've listened to this podcast before. To, <laughs> err, to err is human, and to be human is to be Matt and Nate, your boys. If you're listening to last week's episode, we literally, we are recording this uh, an hour after Nate finished editing it, so you probably heard the fact that we had a hard time editing last week's episode, and we were talking about errors. There um, was, yeah, some wavelengths that went missing, and uh, sometimes that's other things, too, like, oops, did he drop the baseball? That's an error in baseball. More baseball content, Matt. <laughs> If this is want, what the people want. If Anyone? you want two guys talking about a bunch of young guys out there catching fly balls, let yeah. me tell you, we are two fly yeah. young men yeah. searching for two baseballs two that are strikes. willing to date us yeah. and take us out and show us a great time. It's a 2-2 two, two count, two strikes, two balls. And we got three men on, baby. <laughs> 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 um, what's the biggest thing you've ever fucked up ever? I'm just kidding. No, wow. That's a, that's a funny wild <laughs> yeah. question. No, but What's I mean, the biggest thing is, you ever no, fucked? No, that's stupid. That's stupid. No, but what I... um, I will, probably I will crash give in my you, car. I will give like, you a moment <laughs> to think it over. But are there any errors that are outstanding in your head as far as more than the normal ones? More I mean, it's like... like 20 that surfaced. Sure. Yeah, it's like... Uh, other than just like standard social errors, like I shouldn't have said that to that person. And that's it's it's usually in a date situation, I, sh- I should say. Uh, you must have something lined up, though. You- well, yeah, I was going to give you a second to think about it. Okay, I did ahead. have one. Yeah, there's one that always comes to mind, which is there was a time when I was I was younger. I was just I had just had my car for like maybe twenty nine. <laughs> like yeah, sorry, I was younger. Uh, I was definitely before college, and uh, I had my car. And I remember I was just leaving my house like normal, and there was a buddy of mine that I fully backed into his fucking car. Nice. And then drove away. I didn't hear it. I didn't think about it. And then, like, a day later, he was like, oh, fuck, there's a piece missing out of my car. And I was like, uh, oh, that's Jetta-sized. That's, a, that's the size of a 1998 Jetta's rear bumper. Jetta-sized? Jetta. I thought you said something else. I want you to try my new protein hormone yeah. called Jetta-sized. Um, I thought you said genocide. So I want you to try my new way of getting rid of people, which is called genocide. <laughs> Made an error? No more. Yeah, and I still feel bad about that. I don't Did think you say I ever, anything? No, I don't think I ever came clean about it. Nice. That was maybe my biggest. No, not nice. We can't can't tell people it's a nice thing to do. Hit and run um, your friends. Yeah, hit and run your friends. 
It's, it's, a, a, cool it's a new, motivational it's a new poster. TikTok Could challenge. Can you imagine going into somebody's <laughs> room and they have a, a Corvette poster and a poster with a girl with a bikini on it? There's hit and run your friends. It's a picture of a ice cream bar with one bite taken out and <laughs> hit and run your friends. Just nonsense. All those motivational posters are that same style. <laughs> with an yeah. ice cream bar with a bite out of it. It just has nothing to do with yeah. cars or drunk yeah. driving. No, it's just like, you know, it's a picture of someone holding a kayak paddle. And it's just like <laughs> achievement. And you're like, sure, I guess. What did you what did you do? Did you win a contest to get that paddle? Like, I whittled you... it. <laughs> I whittled. <laughs> Can you imagine how long it would take you to whittle a kayak paddle? When I'm thinking about errors for myself, I'm thinking about also things with wheels. Now that you gave me a moment, maybe that's why. But I'm just thinking about like the time I fell on the streetcar tracks when I was riding my bike in Seattle. Oh and, no! Like and like other such things. It's like when I learned how to longboard. When I didn't know how to, but I was late for class. And <laughs> so you forced yourself yeah, to learn. forced myself to learn. I gotta get there you on remember time. That story? I've yeah. never ridden a unicycle, but yeah. I guess today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's like, that's that's an error that I think is a very fun one that has no disastrous consequences. I was in Arizona, and I was learning to longboard while late for class, and I had to go like several miles, and I'm just like <laughs> falling. This is how we learned. Yeah. I'm leading, falling. showing up to yeah. class. And teacher's like, are you Sweating. all right? And you're like, well, you know what? I learned something I learned today. Something. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite moment in this in this time, and I'm falling a lot. I'm like hitting t- the rocks smaller than a penny. And it's just like such small things. You're like, oh, I guess I'll avoid those in the future. Like going off of the cement into the grass, oh things like God. that. And one time I fell, I was on my back like a uh, beached tortoise, and and I'm on you my backpack. I'm my yeah. backpack. So it's on your back. so that's yeah. how you're a tortoise. Yeah. Yeah. I fell on my backpack like a beached tortoise with my books, and then uh, the the longboard just going, just rolling away. People are stepping out of the way of it, jumping out of the way of it. <laughs> And and I'm just on my back, and it's going away 20, 30, 40 feet, like, going. And someone eventually stops it and be like, I remember my first time. No way. He did stop it. No one said anything to yeah, me. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, and there's where you made it It up was again. Tony Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a lady being like, my baby. Like, it, rogue longboard. Uh, I was laying there for a while just laughing. And people are like, are you okay, dude? And I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) Pleading. (laughs) Yeah, you had to laugh. You had to laugh for a while to get all the way to your longboard. That was like 40 feet away from you. You had to keep laughing for a while. It's like... The one... (laughs) (laughs) Just like 40 feet to go get it. Just like you... <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, oh. <laughs> my books are all broken in half i like in terms of errors like errors are part of growing up and yeah. i i feel with men specifically it's about, it's women <laughs> it, <laughs> i mean yes it's the it's it's learning yeah. about like i mean you can edit this out people. if you want but it's like i made <laughs> okay, a 10 year error <laughs> Anticipating already that I'm gonna say something stupid. Uh, Ever make an error for ten years? Yeah, yeah. I 
I really think that everything that happened between 2010 and 2012 for me was an error. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those were yeah. the first two years I was living yeah. in Portland. Yeah. And it was like, I failed three classes. I did every drug I could get my hands on. But here's the question that Nate was debating, too. Are these errors or are these learning experiences? Like, Well, the theme of today's episode is not learning experiences. <laughs> yeah, well, based off of what we've kind of told each other about what our articles, learn? like maybe... Maybe okay. not. We'll have but a we'll have a what we learn at the end of this episode. We will I certainly we will not. We will forget we said this and it will not happen at the end. But if there if it does pan out to be that way, fantastic. I don't think it'll happen. Okay. Um, so but what about well yeah, those years, the drugs, the the people why the is hook this up behind the music for us right now. <laughs> Well, you know, man, it was the it was Down the at, times, the drugs. Yes, Nikki Six was there. We were out at the we Whiskey were, A Go Go. We and, were doing uh, heroin through a fire hose. Doing push ups into co- a pile of cocaine. Doing push ups. One. Two. Doing push-ups into a pile of cocaine is is my new favorite visual for a behind the scenes. Nice. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was ripped that. that year. I had no appetite, and I did forty five hundred push-ups a day. I love that. I love the uh, idea of a fake behind the scenes that you and I create. There it is. Yeah. Uh, Patreon content. If uh, more of your friends listen, I put to this, I put new strings on my guitar. They're all low E. <laughs> And they all keep snapping off like my teeth do. My toenails and my guitar strings are doing the same things. Okay, this is uh, a little bit of wiki roulette before we get going with our real topics. The Best of Me by Rick Astley. Glossolepis doritii. It is a snail. Karina Lamb. Robert of Winchester. Okay, that is that's good. That's good. All right, those are all the articles that we would have had to look through if we were still shuffling Wikipedia. Thank God for that. Um, I flagged Rick Astley, obviously. Rick Astley was a good pull off yeah. there. I will give you that. Um, Speaking of errors. <laughs> Is that one? I don't know. It. No, it wasn't. It it's was, one every time you clicked on something your asshole friend sent you and be like, have you seen well, this? Well, that's a mistake is if you get Rickrolled by somebody else. Yeah. But Rick Astley recorded a bad song, which might be an error, but that ended up being the way that he has made so much money now. I don't know if he's still alive. I don't yeah. care. I, I, I saw him do a, a live version of never gonna give you up with the foo fighters not that long ago what well hawkins was still alive like a couple years ago dave grohl is just getting his hands on too much money <laughs> i love it it's so fun i love it all right do you know who started last week yeah i did all right cool because i'm i had better stuff then <laughs> than this one all right well when i sound confident i, I start <laughs> all right i'm gonna start with my short one today so we're talking about errors. 20 Fenchurch Street is a commercial skyscraper in London that takes its name from its address on Fenchurch Street in the historic city of London, England. 
Okay. Uh, it's been nicknamed the walkie-talkie because of its distinctive shape Hello. set to resemble <laughs> a two-way radio handset. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this came around in 2014, uh, and it was opened in 2015. It's 38 stories. Uh, it's 525 feet tall, and uh, the building has been owned by a man named Lee Kum Kee Groups. Does it have an antenna? Nah, this guy just looks like a big bent-over refrigerator. Uh, okay. It is by like a bunch Bend of beautiful over. historic buildings, including St. Paul's Cathedral and the Tower of London. Uh, it was approved in 2006, and uh, that's all you need to know about the building. Now, why are we talking about this building? Sure. Well, there's a very big error in the construction of this building. Um, so when it was constructed, uh, it was discovered that for a period of up to two hours each day, if the sun shines directly into the building... <laughs> It acts as a concave mirror and focuses the light onto the streets to the south. Okay. Spot temperature readings at street level uh, included two readings uh, at a height of 196 degrees Fahrenheit and 243 degrees Fahrenheit. So this thing turned the sun into a laser beam and was killing people. Uh, Yeah. You're just walking down the street, minding your business. You're around a corner, and you're a hot pocket now. Yeah, <laughs> hot pocket, human pocket, human um, pocket. I wonder what it would taste like to eat a human hot pocket. Human? <laughs> oh no, no! I told Nate that if we go back to talking about eating people, we have to cancel the podcast. We should see. We need a sign that's like how many days uh, <laughs> zero. We haven't talked about being <laughs> like talking about cannibalism. Um, all right, so <laughs> so this fucking death well, beam tower, yeah. this fucking two hundred forty degrees. <laughs> like, what's how hot do you need to get an oven like to? That would burn the shit out of you. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Um, yeah, so the reflection of a beam of light up to six times brighter than direct sunlight oh, God. Uh, is what it was emitting. Uh, this this damaged parked vehicles, including one uh, whose owner was paid 946 quid by the developers for repairs to the melted bodywork. So it melted, like melted the it fucking melted tires. <laughs> Like the interior must have been dripping. Hot plastic was falling off the dashboard. You sit, yeah. It's like you think your car is hot, and then but you get in there and it's been cooking in two (laughs) forty. You take a seat, yeah. Sauron, your shit Uh, is a. You're. It's like jumping into a a kiddie pool. Like your shit, (laughs) your seat, your driver's seat, your everything's melted. It's like a dolly painting inside your car. <laughs> your, clo- your clocks are melting. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like coming back to your car after parking and it's melted and you're like, how did like did did street toughs like take to to it with a with a like heat That's, nah, gun? You just, like, what you definitely fuck? just shake your fist at the sky. Yeah. Old man shakes his fist yeah. at cloud. Yeah. yeah. It. Uh, yeah. That. That that's the idea that makes me die the most is coming back and being like, how? What? <laughs> how the fuck does somebody melt the inside of your car as like a grift? That's um, a spontaneous vehicle combustion. Yeah. <laughs> um. So temperatures in direct line with the reflection became so intense. Uh, a reporter managed to fry an egg in a pan set on the ground. 
the reflection also burned or scorched the doormat of a shop in the affected area. <laughs> so it lit a whole doormat on fire. I uh, um, related slightly. I, I had this little, it's like a little magnifying thing. Like it was, it's meant to like help is a little compass for finding constellations. I don't know where it is now. But uh, I had it in a, fucking nerd. I know I had it in a house in Seattle, and then uh, when moving out of that house, realized there's a, like a small arc of a burn in the floor from it. Shut up! Some from it taking the sunlight and just blasting it to this little <laughs> corner of. The, we're like, what is that? And we like trace the light. I'm like, oh fuck! How does more shit not? All right. From last week's episode, we talked about spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. Talked about cigarettes being the main case of this. Sure. What if it's magnifying glasses? Or this building. <laughs> yeah, this building that is blowing yeah, people Yeah, it's up. like you're walking down the street and you're a 65-year-old hammered lady. <laughs> you just... This building is blowing up people like ants. Yeah. If you are 65 and drunk in the area, please run away. Yeah. Um, that street's closed. Hopefully. <laughs> it's a convection oven mirror. It's crazy. I like thinking about that. Uh, the media responded by dubbing the building the walkie scorchy and the fry scraper. <laughs> fry scraper's fucking great. Fry scraper's very good. Yeah, the walkie scorchy is some walkie fucking C-level yeah. Uh, yeah, thinking. There's some British-ass humor. So, uh, spotted the walkie scorchy to heat up my tea. Eh, <laughs> hey, Jim's dead. What? Jim's dead. Walkie scorchy got him. Walkie he turned scorchy. into a hot pocket. <laughs> Tim pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Developers stated uh, that the City of London Corporation has approved plans to erect temporary screening on the streets to prevent similar instances. Uh, they were evaluating long-term solutions to ensure the issue cannot reoccur in the future. So they built an awning that was installed on the south side of the and highest floor of the tower, <laughs> yeah. and it caught fire, and everyone died in the building. No, uh, I guess that helped it. Uh, this is my favorite part, though. The building's architect, Rafael Vinoli, uh, also designed the Videra Hotel in Las Vegas, which has a similar sunlight reflection problem that some employees called the Videra Death Ray. <laughs> <laughs> so this man has been turning towers into like old school super villain machines of death and destruction a for a long time. Very small radius, but it's like, yeah. Also, these guys fixed it by uh, fixed it by putting on non-reflective film, which the other building did not do. Which seems like an easier solution than building an awning. So imagine, imagine. What was the guy's name? Vinoli. Vindoli. Raphael Vinoli. Imagine uh, watching the construction of a Vindole building across the street from you inside <laughs> your franchise of Baskin Robbins. <laughs> You're fucked. Can you imagine You're this fucked. man is like famously a supervillain, and so whenever you see the construction go up, there's just a picture of his face on it, and everyone's like, like "Big Brother, oh yeah. fuck, get out of the neighborhood." Um, so this guy had an interview with the Guardian, um, and uh, he said that uh, the horizontal Louvre windows on the south side that had been intended to prevent this problem were removed at some point during the planning process. Okay, uh, while he conceded that there has been a lot of mistakes with the building. He agreed with the building's developers that the sun was too high in the sky on this particular day. 
Uh, so he's Blame blaming the it sun. on the sun. Yeah. Sun's in a different spot. He says, I didn't realize it's going to be so hot. Uh, <laughs> suggesting that global warming was at fault. When I first came to London years ago, it wasn't like this. Now you have all these sunny days. <laughs> um, now, to be fair, I blame a lot on the sun, which is why I've been putting around a petition to blow up the sun. Okay, so have everybody collectively um, shoot at the sun with their guns all at the same these time. These buildings are be- going to become more. Okay, but then it's like the this last <laughs> weekend. These, this last weekend was like the hottest on record in London ever recorded. So I'm thinking this. <laughs> 350 <laughs> degrees the street melted yeah. yeah it created a sinkhole toward the center of the earth yeah this man has set up some obelisks capable of creating holes in the earth for when uh when we all eventually die at the same time <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's that's basically it very this, good this is the uh the, the walkie-talkie building that creates a death ray in uh, in London proper, and that is my first cool. subject, Nathan. All right, my first subject is going to be a browser, and I'm going to pick a few. Uh, I got here a list of unusual deaths. You brought, you said death stuff. I was going to say something lighter, but you're like, let's just let's do the heavy. I now. mean, you were pitching them to me a I little know. while ago, and I think these are funny. Sometimes. <laughs> um. So it's it, there might be you're going to have to maybe do a little bit of. Edit because there's hundreds. People have been dying for a long time. It turns out. Yeah, more dead than alive these days. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you said that in the form of yeah, like, yeah, was- fish don't really come around this pond these days. <laughs> yeah, it's water cooler talk, Nate. Yeah, uh, the Christian bishop uh, Marcus of Urethra was hung up. That's not the right word. <laughs> no goddamn way. <laughs> that's the right word. Who cares? Marcus was hung up in a honey-smeared basket for bees to sting him to death. <laughs> oh, God. That happened in the year 362. That's a, that's a pretty cool year, man. 362 used to be the uh, the Roman 69, if you know what I mean. In 668, Byzantine emperor was assassinated with a bucket. Was there a public display? That's probably a pretty were... funny sound, huh? Well, <laughs> here's what I thought. Is there like... Bonk! They're Bonk. like, finally, we've got him. All these years, he's been treating us like shit. Uh, go, go get the thing to kill him. And the guy comes back with a bucket, and they're like, no, no, you were supposed <laughs> to get the sword. The sword? I couldn't find the sword. I brought the bucket. What do you mean the bucket? It's a For his Python. head. It's a yeah. Monty Python sketch. I'm yeah. just like, well, you can kill him with a bucket. No, you can't. No, you can't kill me with a bucket. Bonk, I bonk, bonk. Bet you I can puts his head in the bucket, suffocates. Puts his head in the bucket and punches him repeatedly from the outside. (laughs) Stabs him. (laughs) You did have the sword the whole time. Oh, this is a sword. Uh, Here's one for you, Matt. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, this is the first... This is how you anticipate I'm dying, isn't it? The first Duke of Clarence. uh, uh, He was executed... Uh, but it was his own choice, his form of execution. And it so was... So he chose Bucket. It was barrel of wine. <laughs> he was thrown in a barrel of wine and drowned in there. So it's kind of like the so beer fest kind of vibe, but with a bucket of wine sure. barrel. Here's my question. 
how much would he have had to drink to have survived? <laughs> because enough to like, get enough yes. space for his, yeah. <laughs> enough to drop the level like an inch so he could breathe a while at the top. If he had just had a straw, he would have been fine. Oh, like when you're hiding in a marsh? Well, you take a big, yeah. one big goal. No, it's like you're hiding in a marsh. Yeah. And you... <laughs> but here's, like, do you think they had to, like, push him in and then put the top on? Like a, I don't know what that would be, like, boiling a lobster or something? And then. This yeah, might this I, might be you, too, actually. I mean, did he get drunk? Hopefully. Right, keep going. Uh, this is Hans Steininger, the Burgo master of Brana. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a cool brag or like yeah. a, a game show intro from a reference we don't understand. He died when he broke his neck by tripping over his own beard. <laughs> it's really getting long. I don't know. People have been wearing it long these days. Nobody's wearing it this long. Oh, honey. Shush. <laughs> All right. Really quick. Going back to the wine. If you were to bathe in wine in like a bathtub, would you get drunk? Like, in the same way that if you swallow bong water, you get high. Do you think, like, bathing... It's not the same, but I'm going to say it's the same for the nope. sake of this. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Do you absorb alcohol through your pores like that? You sweat it out through your pores, so yeah. does it go both ways? <laughs> does it go both ways? Does it go in and out? Huh? Is it like the tides? I don't think anyone's ever bathed in what? That's not true. People have bathed in everything. People have probably tried to fill a, a fucking kiddie pool with Everclear and, and see what it does to you. Um, it's a difference. It's a uh, it's uh, soaking for the Mormon alcoholic. How have we made so many callbacks the last couple? Because we're getting better at this. Yes, we. Okay. Says, <laughs> says smug podcast host. There's a death by meteorite here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the, the first recorded case of a pedestrian killed with a car. Is, uh, what? All right. Oh, is there any? Is there a whole Wikipedia article to that one? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. The death. Uh, she was crossing a street when they did not look both ways back then, and uh, uh, she was struck by a car <laughs> that was being used to give demonstration rides. <laughs> one witness described the car as traveling. At quote a reckless pace, in fact, like a fire engine. <laughs> so wait, um, but this is one of the, the first cars, cars. Maximum speed was eight miles an hour. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. It's like, all right, there's that. Also, if the if this was the first vehicular like hit, uh, did they have fire engines? Like, yeah, I don't how know. did they make that analogy? Of course, I don't know. Came out like a fire engine, which hasn't been invented yet, but... Um, the coroner said uh, he hoped, she quote... She died? Such a thing would never happen again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> also, uh, think about the freedom of... It's an the 1898. First, the first car coming around, and they're like, you can drive this thing anywhere, and just fucking not following the streets, and going eight miles an hour just, recklessly. I, I imagine a scene of just like, you could drive this thing anywhere and just aim straight off the Atlantic boardwalk into the ocean <laughs> and just continues. <laughs> Underwater? I don't know. Yeah, those cars were built different. Who knows? Um, How did somebody die getting hit at eight miles an hour? The same way that guy died in the Austin Powers movie when uh, the steamroller got him. Very... 
fucking different name. Get out unless of the was, way! Unless it was Fred Flintstone's car, which just had that big cement thing on the front, like the, the big flattener thing. Uh, also one of the first cars ever, but yeah, a Model T hitting you at eight miles an hour. You would have to be working. You would have to. <laughs> you have to be like, check it out. I can balance on my head, and then you oh, get yeah, hit no. by a car. No, it says right here the the woman who died had a very fragile skull, so definitely doesn't say glass bones bird of a woman. <laughs> Um, this guy died. Bobby Leach died of a botched amputation because of a leg oh. thing because he slipped on an orange peel. 15 years earlier, he had gone over Niagara Falls in a barrel. Oh what a barrels. Okay. Which one did he have to get the leg amputated for the barrel or the orange? He peel? broke his leg when he slipped on an orange and they had to amputate <laughs> it. Oh my god! What did he do? Aren't you glad we have medicine now? Aren't you glad we have medicine now? (laughs) He died of he died slipping on an orange. Aren't you glad we have medicine now? That's so stupid. I love it. So when he died. When he died of going over Niagara Falls in no, a barrel? No, he survived that and died of a leg thing with the he, orange. He survived. He's the barrel man. He's on top of the world. This woman drank trip through an orchard. four gallons of water a day and died. Um, <laughs> From that? Dude, drinking four, I think I drink four gallons of water. No, I don't. I probably drink two, though. Um, two more, I would be dead. <laughs> God damn it. Oh god, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> um what in a, in uh, in 1984, here's the last one. An unidentified man, age 25, was using submersion as an erotic asphyxia method. <laughs> With a homemade plastic bodysuit, he tied himself to a boat and was <laughs> <laughs> and was using a homemade diving apparatus for air supply. Oh my god. Um, it was a garden hose. And he died. That was it. Yeah. It was a funnel that was duct taped to his mouth with a garden hose. <laughs> I wonder if the people on the boat knew he was under there. <laughs> no, probably not. He wasn't like, hey guys, uh, I get off to this, so I'm just gonna. Is he masturbating underwater while being dragged by a boat? Is that why you envision too? That's that's the part. I don't know if he just mentally gets turned on from the idea of being dragged under a boat or not okay. i'm a little tugboat <laughs> <laughs> no no he's the if barge he's, a, he's the barge <laughs> no if he's masturbating under the boat he is a little tugboat. <laughs> he's a little tugboat oh <laughs> uh, yes the man fancy a little boat tug huh <laughs> Yeah, it's a boat tug. I, we've all enjoyed a little <laughs> boat tug every once in a while. Dude, dude. Hoot, hoot. I don't this is, uh, Drowning, <laughs> just being like, oh, oh, this is amazing. So it's like water skiing, but in the upside down, but the boat's in the right side up. <laughs> I don't know. Nate. You were once interviewed by our high school newspaper about your favorite summertime sport. Sure. What did you say? I said motorboating. <laughs> and that was printed. <laughs> We've had to have referenced that before, but uh, yeah, still funny. I told Hillary about it on our little on our little trip. Why? Because it's funny. 
Uh, well, that's a great topic. Couple of those people yeah, that died. Couple of uh, error deaths. Yep. All right, get ready for my long one. Okay. This is the Great Emu War of 1932. Okay. <laughs> I want to show you the image that comes with this one, which is just a man a guy strangling an emu. a Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I only pulled this, the good part. This is this a one. bad idea. No, this is a great idea. No, the emu war? Yeah. Oh, no. No, I mean, it's a g- g- great topic. Okay. It's a no, fucking sure. terrible no. idea for a war. Um, we saw an emu just standing in a field today on the way to the Renaissance Fair, and uh, it was like looking at a dinosaur. There's They're an emu at the Renaissance horrifying. Fair? No, that would be awesome, though. No. It's a, it's a man with a sword versus an emu. <laughs> There's a man jousting it in emu. Um, okay, so this obviously happened in Australia. Uh, following World War One, a large number of discharged veterans who served in the war were given now a what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where? Um, <laughs> There's so much. Uh, all right, so they served the war. And they were given land by the Australian government to take <laughs> up farming within Western Australia. Uh, so the difficulties facing farmers were increased by the arrival of as many as 20,000 emus. Nice. They're huge. Yeah. They're like six, seven feet tall (laughs) and weigh like five to 700 pounds. That's so many giant birds. birds. Yeah. And they eviscerate their enemies. And the shit that they just want. Emus regularly migrated after their breeding season, heading to the coast from inland regions, uh, with the cleared land and additional water supplies being made available for livestock uh, by the Western Australian farmers, the emus found the cultivated lands were a great habitat, and they began to foray into farm territory. So you are promised land by the government, and they're like, hey, plant some wheat, we will pay you for it, and here's your free land. And they're like, this is going to be a great living. And then 200,000 emus are like, fuck you and your dumb grass. And they just start eating that shit. And you are trying to walk you're out. Already to your- like, uh, you're already boxing kangaroos <laughs> left and right. <laughs> and so giant spiders are yeah. eating your children. Yeah. Um, so the emus consumed and spoiled the crops and left large Spoiled. gaps in fences where rabbits could enter and cause further problems. So having served in World War One. Okay. What is <laughs> the that? Soldier saddle settlers were well aware of the effectiveness of machine guns. Okay. <laughs> and they requested their deployment. Uh the They minister- fucking dug trenches around the farmlands, is that what? <laughs> Which would be even funnier, but no. <laughs> so the minister uh readily agreed. <laughs> And although the... God's uh, with you, boys. Yeah, there were some conditions that went with this. So the guns were to be used by military personnel only. Uh, And not to be handed out to the emu. (laughs) 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 Every emu gets a machine gun. Uh, The troop transport was to be financed by the uh, Australian government, and the farmers would provide food, accommodations, and payment for the ammunition. Uh, It sounds pretty fair to me. Okay. Uh, Pierce also supported the deployment on the grounds that the birds would make a uh, good target practice. So, God. so everyone wins okay. in this scenario. Yeah. Um, so what were they given? Two Lewis guns, which are basically automatic firing weapons. Yeah. Um, and ten thousand rounds of ammunition. Again, 
World War One era automatic yeah. guns. So yeah. These are fucking huge and and super inaccurate and just completely dog shit weapons. Um, but they did manage to kill a lot of fucking people. So they're not. I mean, they're weapons still. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no, no no no. These. I'm saying they got the best of the best. They got automatic fucking machine guns in a time where like rifles are typically used to kill uh, people. Oi, lock and load, boys. Yeah. Emus. Emus. They're stealing all my crips. No, you're hearing the... You're hearing the same, like, you know, like, saddle up, boys. You know, kind of lock and load. I smell bird. Yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> How drunk do you think these people were? Hammered. Yeah, because the day consists of shooting guns at birds. This is the dumbest shit. Yeah. I know Americans are dumb, but at least no. we never had a war of crows, right? Like, we oh. never tried to kill. Well, maybe we did. Maybe that's the next thing I need to look up. The history with America was the war against the eagles. Oh, really? That's a real history. Oh, God. Eagle talons used to be worth something to turn into your post office. Why? What? You have to mail a letter. Yeah, I got to mail a letter, so I got to kill two eagles. It's four talents for me to get this ship to people Philadelphia. Thought, uh, so. People thought eagles were like stealing crops and cattle or something. I don't know. People are <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, get ready. So yeah. Or salmon. Uh, yeah. That makes more stealing, sense. They're stealing the fish. Oh, shit. It's like they there's got like so 10. many yeah, fish. Yeah, there's so many fish to go around. <laughs> Um. All right. So, so there was there's two main times that they tried to kill off all the emus, and these were breaking into broken into separate events. So here's the first three events that happened. Okay. Event number one: fifty emus were sighted. As the birds were out of range of the guns, the local settlers attempted to herd the emus into an ambush, but the birds split into small groups and ran, so they were difficult to target. <laughs> serpentine serpentine <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless well the first uh group of machine guns was ineffective due to range the second round of gunfire was able to kill a quote-unquote number of birds okay later the same day a small flock was encountered and perhaps a dozen birds were killed and this is like this has probably got to be like twenty thousand dollars per bird then with like ammunition and Yes, I want you to keep this in mind because okay. this sounds brutal at the beginning, but I want you to okay. just keep thinking about this, all right? Next next, uh, next round. More than a thousand emus were spotted heading towards their position. <laughs> oh, they're can coming imagine, They're coming towards can you. Can you imagine what one a thousand emus looks like into what a thousand emus sounds like? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just a deafening Christ. roar of like, <laughs> so um the time the gunners waited uh, this time the gunners <laughs> waited until the birds were in close proximity before opening fire but the guns jammed and only 12 birds were killed out of a thousand 12 were killed this is like the battle of helms deep yeah and, and the remainder scattered before any more could be shot no birds were sighted later that day here's the third one at one stage, they were uh, the guys with the guns uh, went so far as to mount one of the guns to a truck. 
A move that proved to be ineffective as the truck was unable to gain on the birds and the ride was so rough that the gunner was unable to fire any Too shots. Too nauseous. <laughs> yeah, throwing up. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're talking about cars and how fast they can go. <laughs> the cars in 1932 were slower than emus, which is so funny. So here's the here's the statistic I think you'll enjoy. By the 8th of November, six days after the first engagement, 2,500 rounds of ammunition had been fired. The number of birds killed is uncertain. One account estimates that it was less than 50 birds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there yeah. are 200,000 emus, or sorry, 20,000 emus, and they killed 50 after a quarter of their allotment of ammunition. Okay, that, yeah. This is great. The birds have won in this case. Yeah. The emus have fucking destroyed these stupid farmers. <laughs> um, this, this is a direct, direct quote. Well, the machine gunner's dreams of point-blank fire into serried masses of emus were soon dissipated. <laughs> <laughs> the emu command had evidently ordered guerrilla tactics and is unwieldy. The emu uh, command? Yeah. Uh, and soon split up into... Uh, innumerable small units that made use of the military equipment uneconomical. Uh, the crestfallen field forces therefore uh, withdrew from the combat area after about a month, so the emus won. Okay, that's that's pretty fresh. I twenty thousand. There's so many huge birds, flightless, that are faster than your vehicles, farther away than your bullets, and smarter than you somehow. I need to read I need to read this because you're going to enjoy <laughs> It's basically what you're saying is yeah. like they said if we had a military division with the bullet ca- carrying capacity of these birds it would face any army in the world <laughs> they could face machine guns with the invulnerability of tanks <laughs> So basically saying if fucking emus had guns the world would be over they would have conquered us like Genghis Khan (laughs) Um, just two last things and then I'll call it a quit Um, so they put in a bounty system uh, and uh, it proved effective apparently 57,000 bounties were claimed over a six month period in 1934 Jesus Christ Yeah. so the military failed and they were like I don't know you guys figure it out and they're like well, we'll issue a twenty-five dollar bounty on emus. Yeah, and, and, and then you're just there, and you're like, "This Tom is twenty. Like, hey, this emu. He's grabbed it, shook it by the neck, and he's like, "Hey, it's twenty-five dollars, mate. I'm gonna go get me five more." <laughs> I don't think it would be that easy. No, fucking no way. Those things peck have your eyes out. Yeah, yeah. fucking disembowel you. Um, last thing, and I think this is funny, and I hope this is fucking true. Although I haven't seen anything about it, and I'll need to do more research. Yes. In 2019, a musical adaptation of the story was workshopped in Melbourne by playwright Simone Yiglu and composer James Court. A movie retelling of the events written by John Cleese, Monty Franklin, Mm -hmm. and Rob Schneider uh, is slated to release in 2022. All right, Nate, we got just barely enough time for your last subject, so let's fucking hear it, boy. Fire it off. It's about errors. Um Great segue! Woo! This is the song, a, uh, I think it's the year two thousand. Yeah, pop song. Oops, I did it again. Okay. It's a song about errors. Oh my god! By Britney Spears. 
Oh, uh, you're gonna pick on the theme apart. All right. The only reason that I, I I thought about this, and then the only reason I really went for it, is because, uh, it's because the bridge of this song, which I don't remember off the top of my head, because I kind of blocked. Sure. Did it get to you the bridge, and just on theme with errors. This is a meta error thing because this song, "Oops, I Did It Again," again by the Pop. Princess, hit maker, Britney Spears in the year 2000. The bridge references the movie Titanic. <laughs> Specifically, Which we both talked about maybe doing as a topic. Yeah, but. the bridge, the bridge of this song specifically mentions the Titanic, and I'm going to read you that dialogue now. Which some of you might recognize with the words that I'm going to be doing it wrong because I don't remember this part of the song. All aboard. Brittany, before you go, there's something I want you to have. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, it's beautiful. But wait a minute. Isn't this? Yeah, yes, it is. But I thought the old lady dropped it into the ocean in the end. Well, baby, I went down and got it for you. Ah, you shouldn't have. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. What a buck wild thing to throw into the Oh my so, god, you got me the fictional necklace yeah. from this fictional fucking movie? Yeah. That's but, a real thing. A big error. That yeah. was a big boat oops. That was a big boat oops. Whoopsie doopsie. <laughs> Whoopsie doopsie. But also just oops, I did it again. Just for some reason referencing like, the Titanic. What if she had referenced 9-11? <laughs> Predicted it? Yeah. No, it just it it carries similar weight, I guess. Like, I in some yeah, way I played I mean, with your heart, <laughs> got lost in the second tower. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> Jet fuel can't match steel beams. I seen it in me memes. <laughs> They're not that <laughs> yeah, innocent. Yeah. The US These about 9 11. Uh, so. so it's a song about mistakes. And she made the biggest one of all, which was predicting 9 11 and doing nothing. <laughs> she did nothing. Would it have been funnier if she had just listed off a bunch of things she had fucked up? And uh, that, that was all like, you know, applicable to people that. I shaved my like, head. Oh, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's like, I stole my best friend's jewelry boxes. Like, what? Wait. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is. I've been looking for that. Yeah. And then they, they all confront <laughs> her when she's a millionaire for doing the song. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. But a song about making mistakes and then referencing the Titanic is, yeah, it's it's the perfect storm. Um, And also, Titanic probably came out right around that 1997, year. 1997, so. yeah. All right. Good years. job, Brittany. Some pros- cross so, uh, promotion. An Asian division of MTV complimented the song as, quote, a perfect 10 on the wow scale with the <laughs> wacky Jack slash Rose dialogue spoken lyrics. That's the whole quote. They, they were into the bridge of yeah. that song. That's and then the someone else, shit in the world. Someone else said it uh, from Entertainment Weekly said, amounts to nothing so much as a jailbait manifesto. Oh, God. 
What the fuck? What's wrong with people? So mean. She was like 17, 18 maybe when yeah, she made well, that shit. Probably not. Fucked up. Oh, yeah. Well, if they said I made jail you bait believe- manifesto, yeah. probably I did it again. Yeah. I made you believe her more than just friends. I'm like, oh, I you're mean, leading them on when you're red tracksuit. They said like, she said like, did it again to your heart. I got lost in the game. Like, oops, I think I'm in love. Like, it's like, that's not fucking like. No, it's neck, no, 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 no. My back. No, like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's oops. You think I'm in love. Oh, okay. Well, but that's still love. It's not. This is not jail. You break. think I'm in love. Yeah. That's not like being like, being like, uh, I must have done so. I oh, winked at you. my naughty swimsuit parts. Like, it's, it's not that. <laughs> like, saying it's fucking jailbait material is like, I'm sorry, is being in A love jailbait with somebody? manifesto. That sucks. That's not even. <laughs> um, here's something uh, similar lyrically to the Smiths. Quote, I, st- I started something I couldn't finish, <laughs> and it was complimented. Did they compare this to the Smiths? Yeah, the Rolling Stone did this one, and it's, uh, he said... Robert Smith is rolling It's a terrific... Right He's alive, And uh, displaying, quote, this is a good one here, quote, a violently ambivalent sexual confusion. <laughs> oh my God. The word wildly didn't need to be in there violently. at all. Violently. Sorry. Violently yeah, ambivalent. The word violently didn't need to be in there at all. Violently ambivalent sexual violently confusion. Unbi- oh, my God. Is it sexual confusion? Like, it's just being in love. It's a relationship. People need to fucking relax. No. They're inserting a lot of shit in there. Well, that's is what sex is all about. Yeah. Fucking it's insertion. It's about love. <laughs> It's about feeling confused. <laughs> Why am I with a woman? I should be with another man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm single, but you're not, so that's kind of weird. Oh, fucking weird. <laughs> Hold up with that one. Um, all right, um, anything else? No, I just thought you would like that. I love that. I didn't realize that there's a Titanic reference in there. That's fantastic. And that's, as, as the word demonstrates, a large reference very big <laughs> like iceberg sized all right so nate we have reached the end of the episode and we have four topics this is unlike any other episode we've ever had so we we should probably pick one to get rid of on this list and uh, okay so we got dumb deaths we got oops i did it again a cl- classic uh, jailbait manifesto from the year 2000. <laughs> we have a building that lights things on fire, yeah. and we have the emu wars. Now, okay. I'm gonna say the emu wars. Yeah, I because, agree. Because yeah, right. It's it's trying to get rid of cool animals that are like. It's like yo, know, it's you open the farmland to these people, and the emus are already there. Or they like we're like, hey, this land is sick. Thanks for clearing that for us. And they're like, we wanted that land, and it's like, no, the emus get have the fucking land. They were there first. Yeah. We're on the side of animals pretty much every time we're on yeah. We're definitely not pro-killing animals. <laughs> so that is what's going yep. on the list for this week. We got the emu war. Yep. Um, I'm going to send Nate to go get the yep. calendar so we can do the closing bit here. But uh, I'll, do the, I'll do the plugs myself. Um, yeah, we haven't done plugs in a while, and that's funny because I've had so many fucking vintage pop-ups that you guys need to come to and nate's had a shit ton of shows um also i want to make it clear 
we we had a little hiccup i feel like in the last two episodes of this podcast we were we have been so busy and trying to give you guys great content and i feel like we got right back on the horse with this one but apologies if uh you know we missed an episode and then we kind of had trouble with the last two but i think we hit a fucking stride today i'm feeling good about it um (laughs) that's right matt it's back with a calendar but uh just a couple things to plug uh let's see first and foremost august 14th at steeplejack brewing i will be hosting a vintage pop-up so if you live in the portland area come on by drink some beer 11 to 4 we're gonna have seven vendors myself included and you can drink some beer and try on some clothes and get get ready for fall try on our clothes (laughs) yeah uh, I took all of Nate's clothes and I brought them with me and I'm selling them off. Um, Nate, you got any shows coming up? Got a show at the Fixin' Two in Portland area on the fourth, the Thursday. Also on the sixth, uh, the sixth. Don't tell anyone about that. That's a secret show. I was say. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't say who it's with, so it doesn't matter. Also at the end of the month, but I'll tell you about that once details arrive, and that will be a solo show as wind chime weather. All right. Thanks, as always, to Dogged Line Design Supply for our wonderful logo. And uh, please tell your friends about us. Um, please leave a review. Um, Pyramid really, scheme us. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. Just tell, tell, some, so, tell a stranger. Tell one person about tell this your podcast. Mom. I don't give a shit about who it is. Tell, I don't Tell care. your problematic uncle. They don't even need to respond. Just tell them what it is and how to watch it. Uh, tell your cousin's childhood best friend that had fallen out of favor. Somebody buy an airplane to do one of those sky things where and it do writes it like a that. message. And it's like, Brittany, I'm sorry. Have you heard This Is Nothing podcast? <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, how was I supposed to know? <laughs> All right. All right. Nate, calendar yep. time. Want to hear a joke about construction? Uh, too late. I paved over it. Uh, uh, mm. uh, just hang you, in there. The drywall's oh. coming. Uh, <laughs> um, you're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna nail it. Yeah, I was gonna say nailed it. Never mind. I'm still working on it. Uh, <laughs> ow! 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 It's gonna be the first case of a human dying from <laughs> bad comedy. Except for all the people we've killed with this podcast. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Distracted drivers. Uh, what's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle? Oh, my God. The mind. It's got to be one wheel. A well-dressed man on a, a poorly bicycle. Dre- a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle. I was going to say one, one wheel. Income. One wheel. Okay. I'm saying income and wealth disparity. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> this one nailed it. I was right, but I didn't say the right word. Attire. Oh, my God. Oh it's my a double God. pun. It's a double pun. That one's brilliant. I like that one. All right. That was a stoned man uh, submitted to us by a stoned man in prison. <laughs> what? Uh, where do frogs deposit their money? At the... At the uh, swamp. At the, <laughs> <laughs> at the lily, lily bank. bank. <laughs> <laughs> no way, we did that at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the bug store. Bank. 
the the, the hop lake the riverbank <laughs> the the hop. I got it in a riverbank Oh, nice. All right. Good, 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 good. Tight, tight, tight. Very good. That very was good. three out of five. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, okay. When is a door not a door? When it's a jar? Of course. Fuck. Horrible. <laughs> All right, last one. Here we go. A termite walks into a bar and says, Where's the bartender? I am at a loss. <laughs> yeah. What? That's the end. That's and the, the wood, whole joke. And the woodwork. Would you? Wouldn't? Wouldn't would, you like wouldn't to you know? Wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. Wait. 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 All right. Check it. Check it. There's no punchline. <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 Jeremiah walks into a bar and says, "Where's the bartender? Oh, where's the bar tender?" What? <laughs> you should say, how is the bar? Tender? Uh, Wouldn't that be a better job? We gotta end on this. All right. God damn it. How's the bartender? Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ah!